Blog Talk Radio. afternoon and welcome to another episode. Well, good morning, I should say. Welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. And uh, in this morning's episode, I'm going to be discussing a very, very important scriptural topic. All topics from the Word of God are important, but this one has to do especially with perseverance. Perseverance. Uh, and I'm therefore I'm going to be reading from the book of Hebrews. I want to remind you that when Herod sent out his men to look for an infant or perhaps even a toddler, uh, that is Jesus, uh, he sent these men out on a pogrom of infanticide. <clears throat> they were to go out uh, to a particular area, and uh, they were to destroy all the baby, uh, the babies, and the male babies, because Herod wanted to be certain that he would destroy the newborn king. However, God knew of his plan, and God came to Joseph, the legal father of Jesus, not the biological father, the legal father of Jesus, and God told him to take his son to Egypt. Therefore, will be fulfilled the prophecy, out of Egypt, I have called my son, and Joseph stayed away until the death of Herod, and after that, he returned. And so, it is imperative that we recognize also that during the public ministry of Jesus, uh, during his uh, the first his first sermon uh, in his own hometown, the People, after, after Jesus preached, they wanted to come and seize him and take him and dash him down the uh, side of the hill because his preaching from the word of God, his preaching of the truth, offended their sensibilities. They were raised in Judaism. They were raised under the teachings of the rabbi. And the rabbinic Judaism of Jesus' day had very little to do with the word of God. Therefore, Jesus never quoted any of the writings of the great rabbis of his day. Jesus never quoted from Rabbi Hillel, who lived during his day, and Jesus never quoted from Rabbi Shemaiah, 
uh, another great rabbi of his day. Jesus never quoted any of the Greek philosophers, and there were many uh, Hellenistic Jews uh, during Jesus' day. Jesus never quoted any of the Roman emperors. Jesus quoted, thus saith the Lord. He himself used the uh, this formula that is, thus saith the, uh, the Lord, because of who he was. The prophets of the Old Testament use the formula, thus saith the Lord. And uh, we call it the messenger or the message formula. Jesus used it himself in his preaching. Now, this sect, so-called, of the, of the Nazarenes uh, was... The, the rabbis sought to suppress it and to destroy it in the book of Acts. Um, but it grew because this was of God. This, was, this movement was of God. And this great movement grew uh, in the midst of persecution. <clears throat> when persecution would break out, the believers would scatter. And as they scattered, they would take with them the good news of the gospel, the good news of the word of God. And so thus the word of God was spread. We know that Paul took the word of God into Europe. We know Thomas took the word of God in, uh, into India. And, so, and we know that the Ethiopian eunuch took the word of God back to the African continent. And so uh, we have, and we have the ancient Coptic church, the ancient Copts uh, were some of the earliest Christian communities or one of the earliest Christian communities. So the word of God spread uh, through these wonderful believers. And it was said of them in the first century, behold, how they love one another. The gospel is therefore a valued and wonderful treasure because the gospel contained the good news of Jesus Christ, the good news that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We also find in the book of Acts that the Judaizers, that is, those persons who said that the believing community not only must believe in Jesus, but also follow the law of Moses. The Judaizers, these teachers sought to uh, compromise the believing community. Jesus fulfilled the law. Jesus said he he had not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill the law. And that he did. But these Judaizers uh, followed Paul and his ministry, and they sought to create problems for him uh, in publishing the good news of the gospel. And this pressure to submit, this pressure to compromise um, the word of God in this manner uh, went on. 
John faced it. In in First John, we had uh, believe, uh, we had the believing community being pressured to compromise with Sorrentus, who taught a form we believe a form of Gnosticism, and uh, so therefore this pressure or the pressures upon the believing community to submit to or to compromise the word of God goes on today. The world wants the believing community to conform to its values. The world wants believe the believing community to have a anti-supernatural outlook in life. We cannot. For our salvation is supernatural. Our God is supernatural. What we have through Christ Jesus is supernatural. And uh, therefore, uh, the world creates this pressure upon the lives of believers, wanting them to conform. And these false teachers uh, make it difficult for believers. And also, in the, and so in the book of Hebrews, we have the same reality that Paul faced. Paul called the Judaizers those of the concision, that is, those of the cutting. And uh, these people wanted believers uh, to be circumcised uh, once again and to submit to the law of Moses. But, and, and Paul, please read Colossians, and Paul says, these things, have all, these things have all been fulfilled in Christ. And we don't have to conform to these things. We have our ultimate freedom in Christ. Please read Galatians and please read Colossians. The believing community in the book of Hebrews were being forced. They, they were under great pressure to compromise their faith. They were being sorely persecuted. And so uh, the exhortation is to understand the value of your faith. The exhortation is to, is to perseverance. Perseverance is enjoined. And so uh, I'm going to read Hebrews chapter 10, beginning uh, at verse 31. Quote, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, you endured a great fight of affliction. Partly whilst you were made a gazing stock both by reproaches and afflictions. And partly whilst you became companions of them that were so used. For ye had compassion of me in my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have in heaven a better end and enduring substance. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward, unquote. So these believers were under great pressure to forsake the living Christ and his salvation and to conform to a philosophy of religion that was of the, that was of the cosmos. Paul wants to incur, and well, some believe that Paul was the author of Hebrews. Others may, may think it was a cause or another saint, but uh, it could have been Paul. I, I'm not for certain. But notice what the writer says in verse 9, it says, whilst you were made a, ga made a gazing stock, and has a very interesting word. It means to bring upon the stage and to expose to contempt. 
and both by reproaches. And reproaches, the word there means to revile, an affliction. And that word all means to oppress or to or distress or pressure. And um, verse 34, uh, these believers had their, their, their possessions, their earthly possessions. Their material possessions were plundered. Uh, they were robbed uh, of their possessions, of their goods, their wealth, and their property. It was taken from them. So in the face of this type of persecution, the writer says in verse 35, don't throw away your faith. Or don't, don't throw away your confidence. And the word confidence here means freedom in speaking to God, freedom in speaking, which has great recompense of reward. Therefore, or in other words, payment of wages. Verse 36 reads, we have need of patience. The word there is hopomony. And hopomony means to Wait patiently, patiently under oppressive circumstances. And when those circumstances have fulfilled the will of God for your life, to rise up and to charge forth to victory. This is what the writer wants these believers to understand. Hold on. Hold on to your faith. Don't cast away your faith. Don't cast away your confidence in Jesus. It has great value. It, it has incredible blessings. Don't give up. Don't stop. Keep your eyes focused on the Lord of glory. He will raise you up. Your tears are in his bottle. Nothing about us is cast away. No bit of us is thrown away by God. He receives all of us. And we have been tattered and torn by life. And we have been ravaged by verbal, sexual, or economic abuse. He knows it. And God loves you and God will hold on to you. Don't cast away your faith. Hold on to the great treasure that your faith is in Jesus. It is a great and wonderful treasure. Let me say this morning that God loves you. God bless you. And I will meet with you once again. Have a blessed day.